Hey Chasers, I wanted to take a quick second to tell you about our friends at Supernova Legacy Scholarship. They are a nonprofit dedicated to providing scholarship funds for drama students at the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland in Glasgow. Cask Chasers is proud to support Supernova Legacy. Founded in 2020 in honor of our friend, actor, and incredible whiskey producer Sam Hewen, a celebrated guest that has been on our show. 100% of all donations made go directly into the scholarship fund and are awarded to young, aspiring drama students. Every $5 donation earns you one raffle ticket to be used towards any of the wonderful raffle prizes available on their website. Check out the website for more information, including donation link, raffle prizes, and merchandise for sale at their shop at supernovalegacy.com. You can also find them at Supernova Legacy Scholarship on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Together, we thank you for your support of the performing arts. Now settle in and enjoy this week's episode. Hey, this is Beards and Riffs Trading Company. I'm Wayne. And I'm Nate. So pour a dram, settle in. This is the Cast Chasers Podcast. Right, cast chasers. So, if you've seen me before, if you've been to any events or stalk me, whatever you do, um, you may notice that I have a pretty rad beard. And anytime I see um, my own kind in the wild, I tend to find myself, uh, you know, gravitating towards that herd because it's just that's how nature works. Um, I wish I had as good of a beard as these two gentlemen. Went to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Of course, while I was there, had some great interviews, drank some bourbon, and then found beard folk. And uh, I know that's a shocker. White guys with beards at a bourbon festival? Get out of here. But if you want to treat that beard, you want to use some product that works, I use it. We're going to talk about it. You want to meet some cool folks, talk about some good music, This, these two... Uh, and their two wives who uh, run the company with them. Uh, these two are your guys. Uh, I'm pr- proud, pleased, happy, excited to bring in my uh, my friends uh, Wayne and Nathan, or AKA Nate. We're still we're still seeing where we are in the relationship. Uh, gentlemen, yeah. thanks for being on the show. Man, we're excited to be here for sure. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, pleasure is ours, my friend. Good to see you again. You too, man. You too. That was a great setup. I got my hat on. Uh, I got some of my product in the back. I even went and took a shower with the uh, beard conditioner, <laughs> and my wife was like, "They're they're not going to know," and I'm gonna be like, "I'm going to know." So uh, I had to. But uh, <laughs> it looks- yeah, it's it's a, it's all right, man. But you guys you guys are definitely rocking. I mean, that's your profession, so you kind of have to. Um, but no, it was cool meeting you. You're, it was really, uh, I'm a music guy too. So when I came up there, I thought, you know, I'll pick up some stuff and then we'll move about it. But uh, it, chatting with you, you care about your product, you care about your company, your brand, you're uh, again into music, which we'll get into. But um, I what, other than the beard, which I think is, um, again, a natural thing for bearded men to find their way to bourbon, what brought you into the bourbon festival? So, uh, great question. And, you know, we were, obviously, we were looking to build our brand nationwide. And we said, okay, how, how can we do this when people don't know? 
at all. And so we started looking for all types of events, you know, coast to coast. We said, hey, for the first two or three years, right, we're going to do as many as we can do. And I've got a good friend, uh, John Shoemaker, up in Danville, Kentucky. Uh, and I reached out to him and I was like, hey, if you know of any events in your area, uh, you know, let us know. and We'll try to get it scheduled. And he told us about the event. And, of course, not only do we do, uh, you know, all natural beer care products, but we do bourbon barrel products as well. We, uh, we have the bourbon aged coffee that we, we partnered with uh, uh, Cold-Blooded Coffee here in, in Marion, Illinois. They do, a, you know, the coffee for us, the bourbon aged coffee, which is great. We also do, uh, you know, bourbon barrel bars. So that, uh, that got us in the door. And, man, I'm going to tell you that I, I still say by far that's our best event we've done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, anywhere you can you can pedal your wares, meet great people, bearded great people, and, uh, and great bourbon, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it checks all the boxes for me. And, you know, for, uh, for bourbon, I'm relatively new into the experience. But one thing I found out about Bardstown is that, uh, you know, if you want to learn about wine, you know, you go to Napa. If you want to, if you want to go experience country music, you go to Nashville. If you want to experience bourbon in in all of its forms and and and, and just really take it all in, Bard sounds where you go. Kentucky Bourbon Festival uh, was was the mecca for us. It's and a, so I learned so much while we were there. It's a cult, and uh, <laughs> I I love everything. It was my first time there actually myself, and I've been in the whiskey world for a while and. I started my uh, journey in Scotch, and then um, I served in the military, and um, it just felt un-American not to not to go bourbon, um, and then grow a beard. The beard came after the bourbon, and it just <laughs> that day, that that like the the day I just yeah it just shot out, and I was like, all right, this is my this is my identity now as a human being. Um, I I was I was really. I was drawn to you guys because again, you know, good beards just stand out and it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't want to say fad. I hate that word. It's kind of a thing now. I'm glad it's here and it's through. Yeah. Right. Through history. It's been up and down. I, I think, and maybe we can chat about this. I think beardism, which is what I'm calling the new religion. I think beardism (laughs) sprouted from my point of view a lot of, if kind of from, not to bring it to a weird place, but the war, a lot of the SF guys, military guys, were starting to get out, and we could grow beards over there, and yep. it kind of became a thing, and then it kind of just fell and found its way into modern culture, right? Yeah. yeah? Uh, yeah. We, we agree, and we have a lot of uh, retired ex-military that will come to us. Almost the same story. Which, first and foremost, we appreciate your guys' service. Yeah, that's what I was. Look, that's what I was looking uh, for. Yeah, you know, Rollins. Yeah, well, I knew you were. Yeah, <laughs> was, was, but it but really mean that, man. And it's uh, it's it's super cool too to be able to educate people that haven't been able to grow a beard yeah. before. You know, because it's. I mean, obviously, if you're going to have a beard, you want it to look good. And there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Well, just just like with you know, to your point, you know, uh, beards are uh, beards are timeless, and there are, you see a lot of beards out there that are great. And when a good beard enters the area, it changes the atmosphere mm-hmm. of the room or the mm-hmm. place where you're at. So we did see a lot of great ones, yours included, uh, at, at Kentucky Bourbon Festival. And so, and so, uh, you know, when you're amongst your people, but in that same vein, you see a lot of guys that have potential. That their beards have been mismanaged and not cared yeah. for, so it's 
like I said, it looks like a, a rat's nest or just some hair growth uh, without any without any purpose. And and mostly because they literally don't know what to do. They yeah. want it, but you know they don't have the education behind it yeah. to. to get it to look the way they want it. Yeah. It's a project and it's, so my barber, um, he's my go. And I think, I don't maybe it's a man thing. I don't know. Maybe women too, but your barber, I mean, he's, he's, he'd be my best man in my wedding. I think like, you know, your barbers, you're, you're it, you know, he's the most, I won't move because he lives here. So it's yeah, like, yeah. I, I hinge my life on my barber. Um, cause he gets my head, he gets my face, but he kind of taught me, the whole process of, cause first off people think, you know, you just have a beard because it's easier. Hell no. It's, it's right. having a beard is a, is work. Yeah. It takes, it is. and then how to grow it. So I was one of those guys and I don't want to offend you too. And I'm sorry if there's kids in the room, but I grew my beard to my chin line and, uh, I was that guy, you know what I mean? And I cut, I shaved. Yeah. 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 They're like <laughs> this son of a, it, 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 it. we all do it. And then I, yeah. then he said, no, man, you got to grow it to your neck and you got to grow that neck out. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy, but you can't do this without proper no. So yeah. what's, how, I got, let's say we're talking to the people out there that really want a beard. We're going to get into how to treat it once they get it there. What's the proper way to, I, I, how do you land, how do you land a gorgeous um, a face curtain? You know what I mean? Well, I'd say it all starts with the plan. Um, and so you've got to know kind of a direction that you want to go. You've got to have it. And, and what I did, honestly, is I saw a guy on the Internet that had a great beard. And it caused that, that beard to show up. I'm like, I want that one. And so I had a picture of what it was. And then you, you don't let a, a razor or scissors touch your face. You can, you can, trim, you can trim your cheek, your, your cheek line. And underneath, you can you can trim a little bit if you draw a line from your ear to your Adam's apple. Anything above that is the no shave and no trim zone. And, and so when you're looking for length and shape, you've got to grow it long and then you shape it the way you want it. Mm -hmm. You can't it and shape it at the same time. Absolutely. So you just got to let everything grow and you're going to go through a homeless phase. You're going to go through a man. <laughs> phase you're going to go through the phase like i don't want to talk to that guy he looks he looks a hot mess yeah uh but earning that's earning your beard yeah and we just say too you know i used to raise lab puppies years ago and you know when a lab is a puppy man it's just it's cute and everybody's like oh my gosh it's so cute which is starting that beard mm. and then the lab is an adult dog you're like man your dog is absolutely beautiful <laughs> it knows all the tricks it's, but there's about eight months yeah. in between there that dog's legs are longer <laughs> than its body. It's just yep. crazy looking. And that's kind of the funny yep. stages that the beard goes through to get it the way you want. And I was there. I, I was in a, I was in a stage where I was careful not to spend too much time in my shed because someone was going to call the FBI. You know, he's in there making yep. bombs. I know he is. He's that guy. And I'm not that good at math. So it didn't really pan out. But, um, but luckily I got it to this place where I'd like it to be a little longer, but it's, it's, it's where it kind of it's trained to use your lab yeah, okay. analogy. It's definitely I I do treat it. I do put the lotions in on it on my sounds like a serial killer. But uh, <laughs> I do use all the product. Um, I may abuse the product a little bit. So let's start with one of them because you're I have everything. I, I literally spent too much money on product. I just have all kinds of stuff. Most of it's your stuff. Oh. I just drown myself in it. 
He's like, you can't. You can't spend too much. <laughs> but I have it all. Let's start with the beard oil. I throw it in there when I when I want just all too. I don't know if it's too much, too little. Let's talk about what each thing is meant to do. You know what I mean? Like what what is the oil for? What the conditioners? Obviously, do you use? Um, are you wax people? I mean, do where where and when is the right time to use it? Because so, I know people out there just throwing shit in their beard, thinking that's fine. That'll hold. Yeah, it's just like uh, just like anything else, you know, beards aren't a and beard care isn't a one size fits all. Um, there are different different. There's coarse hair. There's finer hair. There's straight beard hair. There's curly beard hair. Um, compound that with you can have dry skin or oily skin. Um, so really, the the how the how much to apply and when to apply is really as much about the user and your skin and, and hair condition. You're what you do for a living. Um, as it is with the product, but the product itself for the beard oils, um, as you grow your beard, you're pulling moisture and nutrients out of your skin. So the beard oil, even though it's called beard oil, is really about conditioning your skin. It's about keeping your skin nourished and moisturized, keep it, keeping the, uh, the flakiness and the itchiness and the dryness away. And so when you're applying the oil, I see guys all the time that will pump some oil in their hand and they'll, they'll put it on the outside of their beard. And they'll be like, oh, this is really good oil. And I'm like, well, hold on a minute. You didn't really use it for what it's designed to be used for. When you're putting on that oil, you've got to get in and massage that into your skin and your mustache and, and every, everything else because the, the whole goal of the beard oil is to get that to your skin. And so I have typically a little oilier skin, so I don't have to use the beard oil very often. I'll use it three or four times a week or if I start to see dandruff on my shirt, or if I start finding myself itching a little bit, I'll use it again. Wayne, he has a little drier skin, so he uses the beard oil every single day. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. That, that's kind of one of the reasons that we started the company, right? We've used lots of products out there. While there's some great ones out there, there's some. And I think you and I talked about this at, at the event there in Bartstown. A lot of beard oils are greasy, not oily. And there's that's a huge difference, yeah. especially when on your face and we laugh and say all the time you know if you're eating fried chicken we don't mind being greasy but we don't want to put that on our on our skin and so from using our products over the past year year and a half i've actually been able to cut back a little bit so i'm about every other day uh you know now to every every three days depending on the season obviously in the winter time i use more because i just i've always had dry skin but but like nate says it, it really makes a difference depending on the skin, but, uh, man, what a great feel. And I think you can attest to that too, if you've been using it, you know, yeah. since well, I had the dry, like itchy, but like my skin would like get irritated. So when I started yeah. using the oil more, it went away and I'll tell you, it, it's, it smells good, which is fine, but that's more for like my wife because right. a beard will yeah. hold on to anything you've eaten and that's another thing. Just I don't want to get off topic real quick. This is for everybody out there listening. If I'm eating, if we're eating, we know it's in our beard. We know it. Just stop. Don't tell. You got something in your beard. Yeah, we're in the middle. Yeah, of course it's there. Everybody, you got a little. Am I still eating? Then there's going to be a little more. It's getting in the beard. Leave me alone. And my, as my uncle would say, it's saving it for later. Um, just tuck it away in there. No, but the, the, the oil, it really does work. It really does help. And, you know, sp specifically the skin, because that's a thing people don't realize 
is you're consistently wearing a people had problems with masks. Think about, you know, you have this thing on your face forever. Yeah. You don't treat yeah. that skin right underneath there. Forget about yep. it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my, my favorite thing is probably the conditioner and that's, I mean, all the Dana's shaking her head. Yeah, it is. It is the, it is, I mean this, not just because, look, they're not sponsors yet. They're not sponsors of the show. Nobody's paying anybody here. Other, well, I guess I technically paid you because I bought it. But um, nobody's paying anybody here. I mean, that is the best beard conditioner I have ever used. It is absolutely oh, incredible. Oh, it All this stuff's good, but that stuff stays soft all day long. I used to, it used to, my, I don't know if it's the conditioner, but my beard used to be real wiry and combing through. It was a pain in the ass. It is silk. That stuff is absolutely yeah. incredible. Your products are made. I'm going to let you tell me. Tell us how you're making. Like, don't give us your recipe because somebody else out there is going to steal it. But kind of give us some insight of how you make it, where it's coming from, you know, things like that. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll let Nate hit on that, but I will say something real quick about the. Uh about that conditioning wash, you know, most guys, including us at one time, and I'll, I'll tell on ourselves here, most guys grab whatever's handy in the shower to wash their beard with. Mm -mm. And at time and time again, from people coming in to talk to us, which is the worst thing you can do. So we appreciate the, the shout out on the conditioning wash. And we have, we have lots of people that, that love that product. So uh, yeah, we started out small, Right, we uh, we started mixing in vials. This day, oh, yeah. it wasn't like thirty mils or something. Yep. And then it grew into well, we sat down and we we figured out, you know, hey, we wanted to we wanted to blend beards and music together. Um, you know, we had, we had very little um, very little knowledge of beard oil and beard uh, beard balm, beard care products, other than we used some of them. Some of them smelled good but didn't feel good. Some of them felt great but didn't smell too good. Uh, but we wanted an all-natural, good-smelling, good-for-you beard care line, right? And so Wayne and his wife, Emily, and me and my wife, Sarah, sat down, and we bought a bunch of beakers, and we bought all kinds of carrier oils and, and, and scents and everything else and went to town mixing. It looked like just a big science class is what it looked like. And so we found that perfect blend of, uh, of carrier oils that, like Wayne was saying, is oily, not greasy, that had a great smell. You know, we're both cologne guys. We like to wear cologne, and I didn't want something that was going to compete with my cologne. Mm -hmm. In a room, I don't want somebody to smell my beer, you know. Uh, and so we wanted something long-lasting that was real pleasant, that's going to feel great on your, on not just your beard and, and your skin, but shoot, I use it as, as tattoo hydration. Right. You know, and, and dry elbows and dry ears and anywhere you've got dry skin, because we have an all-natural product, you can use the oils. Mm -hmm. um, and so sat down and just started mixing. We, we, uh, we came, came down with about 10 or 15 different scents. We invited a bunch of our friends, our bearded friends over and their wives and had a big party and said, Hey, this is what we've got. What do you like? What do you not like? We did the blind smell. Yeah, we did blind smells and, and the whole thing and, uh, and came up with, came up with our, you know, with our, with our line. And, uh, it was, a, it was a pretty fun ride learned a lot in the process uh, some of what not what to do, what not to do, and uh, we think we've landed on a pretty a pretty good line. And and one thing that's that's cool about our products too, you know, both of our beards at one time look like yours, same color. <laughs> thick. I, I had jet black hair, jet black beard. 
And, you know, when it started going gray, I was like, man, I don't know that I could do this. My wife would color it. You know, we went down that whole road. But with the white beards, we wanted a product with it being all natural that we use clear oils yeah. that will not mm. cause any yeah. the yellowing and all that. So we, uh, like Nate said, we feel like we've hit a home run with what yeah. we put out. No, it is. And my I have gray coming in. You can't tell because of my lighting probably, but there's definitely gray coming in. And I thought about coloring and she's like, don't, she has a, not embrace it. She wants it. She wants the, she wants me to hell. If I keep gaining weight and white bearded up, I got a second job at the mall. If those still exist. That's exactly right. Well, and as you start seeing those gray hairs, don't, don't think of them as a curse. They're wisdom hair. Yeah. Yeah. Showing your wisdom. Just going flat. That's right. You know how lucky I am. Oh, you are so lucky. I know. Being married to you, that's number one, right? That's no joke, babe. It's no joke. And and I'm going to tell you why. Aside from being married to you, my two favorite independent bottlers mm-hmm. happen to be in the Imparks portfolio. What luck. I know. We've got Adelphi Selections. Yeah. Bottlers started in 1993, I want to say. Okay. And Single Malts of Scotland. Yeah. Who those casts are selected by my good friend, Ollie Chilton. I know Ollie. You know Ollie. Yeah. Yeah, he came to drink with us. Uh-huh. So back to the idea of drinking off the beaten path. Oh, this again. If you are looking for a wide array of flavors, going after independently bottled whiskey is where it's at. Because their idea is never to repeat a flavor. Never? Never to repeat a flavor. Well. Always bottle something new, always something different, and more importantly always something delicious mm-hmm. and something that won't steal all of your wallet. Okay. That's I like that part. You like that. I knew you'd yeah. like that part. So listen, Haida, I have to tell you, and I have to tell our listeners here, Impex Beverages. Yes. Proud sponsor of Cast Chasers Podcast. Excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm at an age, I'm 41, where... Nobody gives a shit about you when you're 41 because it's you're not old, you're not young, you're just kind of there. Yep. And yep. I, I, no one listens to me, and no one does anything for me. They're like, you should know how to do this. And if I do know how to do it, they're like, you don't know how to do that. You're too young. I'm like, I'm just so I'm in a void right now. And I think having a little bit of gray hair is kind of it's kind of it speaks to that because there is a little oh, yeah. wisdom in there, but it's not enough. He's not done yet. It's. Uh, <laughs> Progress. I'm still <laughs> brewing. Uh, no, but uh, no, the products are absolutely, are absolutely incredible. But um, so you, you kind of touched on a little bit the music's part of it. So I, I know uh, I think one of you have um, a, a famous daddy was wasn't somebody. Yeah, let's go into that because that was a really cool story um, for my country music fans out there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the music. Yeah. So I so I grew up in the in the country music industry. My dad. Uh, his name was Bun Wilson, started years and years ago on the old Philip Morris uh, show where, you know, him, Red Sylvine, Little Jimmy Dickens, Minnie Pearl, that whole era. Yeah. Uh, traveled for years. Uh, so then my dad started playing drums for Ernest Tubb. Uh, and then when Jack Green came along and started playing drums for Ernest, my dad did all the comedy on the old Ernest Tubb TV shows, syndicated TV shows. So those are the type guys that I grew up with, traveling with, you know, Poor Wagner and Red Sovine and going on Willie's bus because that's where Dad and Willie met was on the Ernest Tubb show. So 
I grew up kind of, and I'll be 53 this year. I know I don't look it at all, right? <laughs> I especially don't act it. My wife tells me I'm still <laughs> at 18. Sure. Uh, so it's, I kind of grew up in that mix of knowing, you know, Texas Troubadours and Bob Wells and the old school, you know, Western swing all the way up through country and bluegrass. And then, uh, you know, played some gospel, played, I, I played pretty much everything. Southern rock, I played almost anything with a string on it. Uh, we actually met on a cruise ship seven years ago. Didn't know this guy and his wife from Adam and just became best friends. And uh, like he said, tried to decide. And Nathan's probably one of the best uh, tenor singers I have ever seen with in my entire life. I mean, he uh, he's up there high. I mean, he, he can sing high. So we, uh, we enjoy it. And we said, how can we blend this together? And a matter of fact, we were at an event uh, this weekend. We were there all day today. That was our first uh, day be there till Sunday and uh, we're we, we wrote down some new songs to to learn and do so we got a new set list coming here and what about 20 20 to 25 songs yeah, yeah. Oh, and nice. uh, we just doing just some acoustic stuff and uh, I'll give you a little I guess we're gonna try to come out with uh, our favorite bearded yeah. artist uh, CD or LP or something we don't know yeah. EP we don't know what we're gonna do yet but uh, it, it's cool man I love that well we know we know that uh, the the riffs part of beards and riffs is kind of trailed behind a little bit. When you're you're starting a business, trying to be excellent with the beard care line, um, you know it's a uh, that's all hands on deck right there. So uh, so we you know like Wayne said, uh, we're looking at doing some some local some local gigs, uh, putting together a set list, starting to 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 really embrace the riffs side, the music side of what we do, um, and we're really excited about the cover of our favorite bearded artist. Um, I think that's gonna really going to uh to connect the beards and riffs brand who's your favorite um, bearded artist uh right now i'd have to tell you it's probably stapleton um yeah you know he um, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to be stapleton's hard to beat. yeah he is i i have two or three stapleton would probably be my favorite now of course i'm a i'm a merle haggard guy you know merle had the, had the beard he was country kind of like barbara mandrell right he was country when country wasn't cool yeah uh so and then will you know going all the way back i mean those guys not only were you know they they came through in a, in a time in country music when everybody had the nudie suits everybody had the same haircut and everybody was clean shaven and you had guys like you know waylon yeah. and, and willie and you know hank jr and all those guys that not only are icons but are legends for a lot of different reasons you know they were trendsetters and so we uh we not only look at them uh, from a music standpoint, but what have they done for the industry and all yeah. that kind of goes into to our background on how, on who we pick and who we choose. Yep. That's awesome. There's a, first off, I, I love every bit of it. I grew up, I, I'm originally from Texas and Oklahoma. I grew up on Yeehaw. I grew up going to, with my grandfather, um, to Branson, to the Bluegrass Festival, came up in a Southern Baptist church. I mean, that's where I started playing music. Um, so no, that, that speaks to me a hundred percent. Um, I, I think there is a correlation. So we have beards, bourbon and bluegrass, <clears throat> excuse me, bluegrass, um, which should be, it's, I don't know if that, if that doesn't exist, I just made that up. Does that exist? I hope not. We're doing it if it does. So when I start <laughs> the uh, beards, bourbon and bluegrass festival, you guys will be my, uh, my opening act. So there's a story I heard from uh, from an old timer back in the day that um, you, you, the your beard grows in the moonlight. So a lot of the moonshiners 
would have would obviously have beards. The longer your beard was, the better your moonshine was. So you could tell a man's moonshine by the length of his beard. And uh, that's right. a, yeah, that is something that stuck with me. So uh, I'm about again, I'm right back to that 41 where you might not want to drink it yet. But uh, was that a was that a mandolin you pulled out there? Yeah, well, you said bluegrass. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's that's one of my fiddle stuff and guitars and everything in there. Yeah. Yeah, my son's learning uh, the mandolin right now. He plays. He's he picked up the guitar and he loves it. So he's mandolin. He wants a banjo. I had a banjo for a little while. Broke it um, out of uh, anger because it's a banjo. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean. My my dad jokingly, of course, he played with, with some of the best musicians out there, but. His joke was always, you know what the good thing about a band tell me is? I said, no, what? He said, nothing. I can pick up almost any string instrument and play it. I can play a bass. Um, it took me three seconds. My son, my youngest has a ukulele. It, it took me three minutes. I looked up a couple of chords, had it down. Um, six string, 12 string, I can pretty much play it. The banjo is a nightmare. It, the chords don't make sense. The strings don't make sense. Nothing makes sense. So here's to the banjo. Yeah. See, my, my grandfather told me to work smarter, not harder. So I didn't learn to play an instrument. I just sing. I'm, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the talented of all of all of you. I was going to say, you're lucky you're not in the studio because our mics are on point. I'd have got you. <laughs> I, and with that mandolin going, I, I, I'm this close to asking for a little piece of music, but maybe we'll save that to the end. So th- put that in your head. I'm going to ask you to play something. Um, if you yeah. want, to, yeah, that's, uh, that, I think that'd be nice. All right. So we, we've covered your, your product. We covered the, uh, the, the music a little bit, but you kind of touched on something earlier. That's also dear to my heart and that's coffee. I had no idea you were invested in the coffee world. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. Cause man, I'm a coffee hot 27 cups a day. Probably. I don't sleep. I never go to sleep. I just, I, I drink way too much. Like my doc, I go to the doctor and you know, they're like, do you smoke? Do you this cigar? Do you drink? I tell them they're concerned because of what I do. Um, and then they go to the coffee and they're like, how many cups of coffee you have? And like somebody that drinks that tries to hide it, I go, I don't know, <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know, one or two. And she's like a week, yeah. a day. I'm like an hour. <laughs> But I'm a but I'm a snob with coffee. I'm a I'm a, it can't be. I, I I like good good coffee. If not, I'm creaming it up. But if it's good coffee, black, and that's all you need in it. Talk to me yeah. about your coffee that I'm going to buy soon. Well, so so first off, we are not coffee guys at all, right? We're we're beer guys that partnered <laughs> with a coffee company. That's I'll, it. I'll tell you what with us and kind of how it came to about. We did an event, and matter of fact, it was the event we're doing this weekend in, in Marion, Illinois, and we did it two a year and a half yeah, ago. Year and a half. Yes, a year and a half ago, and we met uh, TJ and Jackie Cowan, who own Cold Blooded Coffee here in, yeah. in Marion, and he was buying bourbon barrels, uh, and then he was aging the beans in the bourbon barrels and doing some different roasts and different things. Well, we have a lot of bourbon barrel products. And so we struck up a friendship. Matter of fact, when he walked up, he looked like he yeah. could have been our third business partner. Yeah. He had to grab I mean, looked like he came with us, yeah. right? Other than having our gear on. And so uh, they're just, they're great folks. They do a tremendous yeah, job on, on coffee and the roast and everything. They're super cool. So we partnered with them and uh, we actually supply the bourbon barrels to them, fresh dump barrels. And uh, they age green beans, green coffee green. They don't age green beans. They <laughs> age green coffee beans for us. 
uh, for about three or four months yeah. and then roast them. And so we, uh, that's the partnership that we have. So they, they provide us with a coffee called bootlegger and we actually had it there, uh, at the bourbon, uh, event. Yep. And, uh, I we sold out real fast. It's probably one of the things that we have learned about coffee is a lot of coffee. It's kind of like a candle. We refer to a candle. You know, you smell a candle. You're like, Oh my gosh, that smells great. Or this coffee smells great. You get it home, it doesn't taste anything. You know, it, it smells better than it tastes. Well, this coffee, you get the exact taste. Mm. And the, yeah. so it's, it's been a great partnership, but we don't pretend to be the coffee guys. I'll do it. All. We, I'll do it for you. Product. Yeah. 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 No, we love and drink, we, Yeah, we love to drink, drink it. it. We just don't produce it, right? I, uh, we're on a dry month right now. We took a dry month from whiskey. It's something, you know, they've heard it. The listeners have heard it. Hey, man, me. we've got bad weather here, so we're... We're, we're froze up. I don't know if you can hear us or not. I hear you fine. Yeah, I hear you. And it'll be edited. It'll sound like gold. You, we'll have conversations okay. in the edited that you won't even know we had. I'll just piece stuff together. <laughs> Murph, Murph. Yeah, but I was saying we're on our dry month, and um, we're coming to an end. So we, we haven't drank any alcohol. I did. I'm going to be honest. with I did cheat one night. Um, because I met up with some Marine friends and I hadn't seen them in years. So if you're going to cheat, that's when you're going to do it. Yeah. But pretty much haven't drank for an entire month. Um, so, which has been great. It's good for you. I think you should take a time off. Um, coffee though. I, I don't, I don't, I can't, we were on a diet once and some kind of one of those, you know, diets that people sell you all the yeah. time, you know, and they were like, you know, it's going to do this, it's going to do that, and you're going to drink this, and you got to cut coffee out. I'm gonna, I said, I'm going to stop you right there. We're done talking. Get out of my house. Yep. And I kicked her out of my house and never saw that woman again. I hope she's doing okay. Yep. But I got well, uh, Yeah. Yeah. For, a world without coffee is just, quite frankly, a world that I don't want to live in. <laughs> what are you doing? Honest with you. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. That's uh, that's cool. Can we, where can I find, where can we find that coffee, though? I mean, where? So, yeah, so you can order it off our website, that's www. It. Com or Absolutely. And it's when we have it, we have it. And when it's gone, it's gone because obviously it's an aging process. And we, we do have some now. We'll have more probably in yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah. Two, three and, weeks it, and it is small batch. So yes. we'll get we'll get 60, 70 bags at a time. And uh and, and right now, you know, you can, you know, it'll be on our website for, for a couple of weeks. Uh, but it's definitely uh once people find it's there, they order in bulk. So We'll uh, we'll make sure and get you a bag. Yeah, yeah. Sure. we'll get you. Oh, that's what I'm. That's what I was fishing for. Uh, my yeah, wife, we'll get- she, uh, I was hoping she was online over there ordering it. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah no, that, that's gold. Um, we'll so we'll be back at the Bourbon Festival this year. Are you guys going to be there? Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I need. I need more of it in my life. Um, I like to order things online. You you listeners should be ordering online. But when you can get it right from the people that are making it, it just I think mine's better than what you get on. I think when you, it's the same stuff, but something about it. I don't it's know. It. Yeah, it's just better. When, like now I savor every, I, I think about it. Like when I'm in the shower, you two guys, you are in my mind, you know? So, yeah, long showers, long. My wife's like, you coming out of there? I'm like, I ain't done yet. I'm putting the beard <laughs> lotion in. Um, that's never been said. Um, you know what? I'm not editing that out. I like that. I'm going to keep that in. You guys can have that. Um, so I'm going to ask you to, I'm going to put you on the stage a little bit. Can I hear a little tune, something short, something sweet? Is that too, uh, 
Is that too off? So, so I have, well, no, it's not too off. I have a guitar here that's in drop D tuning that I need to tune real fast. Our others are at the events or we can bring our guitars. And when we come to uh Barstown, we can just come over and do it in studio. That way. Let's do that. So, so listeners, that, 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 that way we're and we don't have, cause it's storming here like yeah, crazy, man. Beautiful. So <laughs> listeners, you can look forward to that. Come see me. Yeah, come see me at the uh, Bourbon Festival with my two friends, and we'll get some music going for you, and I uh, drink some bourbon and get those beards up. Hey, one more thing, and I and I, I'll I'll let you guys wrap it up. Um, I have friends that can't grow beards; they just have that patchy. I mean, should they do they need to go the you know bald guy hair, or is it just they're just a lost cause? There's nothing they can do. Wigs? Is there beard wigs? <laughs> couple of things there when we get that question a lot uh what can i do about my patchy my patchy beard um the long and the short of it is you can't fight against genetics um you're, you're either you can either grow it or you can't now there are things that you can do to to up your chances um you know using a good quality uh, beard care products good beard oil to to treat your skin right to protect what's already grown on your face uh, will put you in a, in a better, better position to grow it if you can. Um, but the other thing is, is just be patient and let it grow. Um, I know I was always able to grow a rocking uh, mustache and a goatee, but up until my early thirties, my sides were a little patchy. I mean, they, I mean, there was hair that would grow, but I was like, man, you, you're not, you're, you're looking a little Joe Dirtish, you know, and, and <laughs> areas and uh but ben, man about 32 33 years old uh with with some with some dedication and some stick to um it started growing and so with age um if you're able to grow hair it'll grow in a little bit thicker uh but do what you can you know to to treat your skin right and your beard right and protect what you've grown uh but at the end of the day Look at your look at your look at your genealogy. <laughs> look at your look at your grandfathers and on both sides. Is there beard hair? Is that can they grow it? Yeah. No? Well, I don't like your chances. <laughs> You're beat. You're beat. Sorry, sorry guys. That's uh when I so when I met my wife, I was clean shaven, obviously, no hair. And then I grew the monster beard you see, but then the hair just kept coming in other places. like my back, my my Oh yeah. I don't know who plugged that in, yeah. but it uh we were, we were looking at old pictures last night, and we actually have some that when people come up, we can show them the before and after. And we were like, man, our wives really did love us, and we had no beards because it was kind of crazy looking. Yeah. She'd leave yeah. me if I shaved, 100%. Oh, so, uh, you'd leave that thing on, man. Food and all, right? Yeah. There's food in it. Okay, so, so, we had, so early on when I got married, I had, a, I had just a soul patch. That's all, that's all I had. And, uh, and, and, I thought it was super cool at the time. Yeah. Super cool. I was rocking, I was rocking some cool specs, man. I was like, I mean, you're, you're it. And I look back on pictures and now I'm still mad at my wife and friends today. Cause if they really loved me, they would have been like, whatever that's growing on your chin right there, you need yeah. to get rid of it. So yeah. they let me walk around like that for years. So I call that, I call that the American idol phenomenon. It's like that guy gets on stage <laughs> that can't sing and you got to wonder how many friends he made it through that told him. No, man, get up there. You're good. That thing looks great on your face. I had a goatee. I look. I have a picture of me on a boat and a goatee. I look back on it, and I just I should have went to jail for some crime. I don't know what it was, but it 
like somebody needed to put me away. That thing was terrible. Um, but no, now I'm rocking this and hopefully it never goes out of style because, uh, God, I love my beard. I, I might love it more than anything. So that's out well, there. And you, I know we, we can see you on, on screen and it's a, it looks good, man. Yeah. I mean, it really does look good. Well, well, and to, to put it into perspective and you said it early on, you know, the relationship that you've got with your barber, um, you know, um, guys take their beard seriously. Oh, and yeah. the only, and you know, they'll only let certain people touch it. When you find that guy, that barber, you know, at Nate, at Nate's barbershop yeah, here, here where we yeah. are, um, he said it, he said it great. He's like, you know, if you, if a guy comes in and you mess up his hair, he'll come back into your shop. But if you mess up his beard, you'll never see him again. That's a lot of truth to that. There's a, Nate there's a- barbershop, Energy Illinois. Yes. He is, he's the man. I mean, he's a good trim and, Sounds to me like your barber may need some of our products too, so he can uh, share them with other bearded guys in the area. Oh, I'm going to plug. I've been plugging. I don't know who's paying him now, but he, he doesn't have a lot, actually. I don't think he has anything. He has uh, pomade. I need to show him the beard product. That's a good point. I, I find myself, there's a time when you're married, when you're, you know, you're walking on the beach or whatever, or, and, you know, out and about, and a pretty girl walks by, and you, you try not to look because your wife's there. I'm past that, but man, let a guy with a beard walk by. I'm, I'm, I'll pull my sunglasses down. I'm like, check that out. That's right. <laughs> That's right, man. Break your neck. That's a good one, buddy. Where can my, uh, where can my listeners find you guys? Get, like, plug yourselves. Uh, websites. Where can they find it all? www.beardsandriffs.com. You can follow us on on social media. We're on all the platforms. Most recently on TikTok, TikTok, YouTube. Yeah, we've actually got tutorials now to how to apply our products on YouTube, which is just beardsandriffs.com. We usually on all of our social media will tell all the events that we're at. That way, whoever's in the area can come out and and please, if you're going to be in Bardstown, come see us because. uh, we will sit down there with with these guys, man, and we're gonna play a set list. Maybe he'll hey, maybe let's play like at least five songs. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see where where we're where, where the Lord leads us. Okay. I may drag them back yep. to my place and let them play there. They'll just make a night let's of it. it. Hey, right. I'm gonna plug something don't else for you. Yeah, right. Oh, I'll meet. Oh, you, okay. buddy. You're gonna get to know okay. me really well when I say it. It happens and. You know, okay. I've been I've been kicked out of many of families, so uh, yeah, including my own. That's another story. Um, don't sleep on these. Don't sleep on these hats either, guy. This, this hat is. Inc- I'm a hat guy too. I've I don't know too many hats. It's embarrassing. I posted something on uh, social media a while back about my hats, and um, I'm a hat guy. I saw the hat. Great hat. Great fit. Hats are good. So get the merch. Get their stuff. Get their oils. Their lotion. Get it all, man, because it's great. And then get the clothing because uh, you got to support. You got to if you got a good beard, you got to support the people that are. That's right. You know, like, yeah, you know what I mean, guys. You have been fantastic. I cannot wait to see you again in Bardstown. Have a drink with you, and uh, I may grow it out a little bit more. I promise it will be there. Though I won't. Sh- what if I came shaved? I was like, hey guys. He's like, who the hell? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you come, hey, the gig's off. Yep. Rightfully so. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for being on. Cheers. Cheers. Appreciate it. Good to see you again. Cheers to you. You too, buddy boy. You too. I ain't got nothing to hold up because I'm I can't drink. I got sparkling water. Is that all right? (laughs) What if that said like sparkling water? We ain't doing nothing with him. (laughs) Sparkling water podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. We'll see you. Appreciate it.
Take care. Bye. Well, that's the show. If you don't have a beard, you may have one now. It may have magically sprouted while you were listening. If you know somebody with a beard, tell them about this episode. Remember, it's not about the perfect beard. It's how it looks on your face or something like that. Thank you.